the party begin here in West Lafayette. One of the top five places to watch a college basketball game. I would argue you can't find a better one. Three on the way. Bullseye! I feel the electricity in the house. The passion. It's a wall of sound. So here it back. It is four with three. They go to wall of vacuum. Planted for three. This is the Boiler Ball Podcast. Welcome to the Purdue Basketball Podcast. I'm Elliot Bloom, joined by the voice of the Boilermakers, Rob Blackman. And today, episode 79 here on the podcast. And we welcome in Etwan Moore, Purdue basketball legend, product of East Chicago, and currently, as we tape this, a member of the NBA's Orlando Magic. So, Etwan, thanks for uh, taking time to join us today. Oh, man, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So, we caught you. You're off today, right? You got an off day? I mean, no game tonight, right? Nope, nope, no game tonight. Okay, no game tonight. As we tape this, we're a handful of games into the uh, into the season. So, um we're uh, thankful you made time with us. I know you're uh, busy traveling. The NBA season is upon us. We're on the eve of our uh, season tipping off, and uh, I thought it would be great to catch up with you. Um, I want to get into all your NBA stuff, your Purdue stuff, but but first, before we start, I want to I want you to take us back down to memory lane and tell us about growing up in East Chicago. Oh man, growing up in East Chicago. Um... Man, you know, obviously, you know, East Chicago, um, Blue Collar City, uh, you know, obviously a lot of hard workers, a lot of steel mill. Um, you know, I grew up, uh, obviously, uh, not obviously, but, you know, a tough part of town, you know, so um, I think that's where my toughness came from. Um, you know, grew up, um, mom, dad, in the household, brother, sister, I'm the youngest, you know, so I always got beat up on. Uh, <laughs> that's what I you know. They always, even my sister, you know, she used to always try to rough me up when we was younger. So, uh, you know, being a youngest, you get, um, you know, you get 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 laid, get laid to you. So that definitely made me a lot tougher. Um, I, and I got to know your siblings obviously during your time here. Um, right. In fact, I still talk to your brother from time to time. Um, oh yeah. And, and mm-hmm. just a great fan. I I've told people uh, this before, but. I, I don't think we've had. It's definitely your family's been one of my top families that we've got to know over the years, and just so such an impressive group of people. Um, so when you were young, how, how what's the age difference between you and your sister? Because she's the middle I, one, right? Right. Yep. Yep. Me and my sister four years apart, and then me and my brother nine years apart. Okay, I didn't realize there was nine years between you and your brother. So, when you yep. guys were when you guys were coming up, was was uh, Ezel running the show in terms of what you, what was going on with the more kids? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I mean, he the reason I he the reason I um, played basketball. Um, I used to want to do everything like my brother. He used to, um, you know, whatever he did, I used to want to do. So I used to copy him. You know, if he had a little pager, I used to like take his pager when he leave out, go hang out with his friends, come back. He'd be mad. <laughs> Come beat me up. <laughs> you know, if he you know, if he wore shorts up under his pants, I used to want to wear shorts. If he wore long socks, I wanted to wear long socks. So I mean he the reason I started playing basketball. And did you tag along with him to wherever he played? And I assume that was probably the park or something? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um yeah, definitely outside the park. Um, you know, obviously the high school games, man, um his high school basketball team was <laughs> Man, so good. Like we used to look up to them like they was NBA players when I was young. They were just so talented. Um you know, so yeah, that was man, that was that was just everything to me uh, when I was younger. And did you did you do you remember a time when like you wanted to get out there and play but you were still too small? Oh man, I remember times where I'd be on the court shooting for me and me and my friends playing. We younger and my brother and his friends come. Watch out, watch out, y'all little dudes, y'all too, y'all too, y'all too love to be on the court. You guys got y'all the boot, huh? Oh, yeah, y'all too young, y'all too young. Damn, as I got older and older, I got, like, middle school, I was like, oh, you can play, and they started letting me play with them, but then they still would be more physical than me, so they'd be roughing me up, you know, foul, oh, I ain't, I ain't no foul, ain't no such thing as foul, you know, roughing me up. Yeah. And then once I got the, you know, once I got later years in high school and college, 
Then it was then it was on. And yeah. after that, man, I'm looking at them. Start looking at them. Like, all right, watch out now. All right, little dude. Now you the little dude. Once yeah. I start getting older, once I got in college, I don't know, touch a few weights. Yeah. Got a little weight on me. Then it's there. Then after that, it was a wrap. Were you uh Etwan, was a basketball only for you growing up or did you play uh other sports? No, I played football too. I was mm. a quarterback. Um I was pretty I was I was pretty good quarterback. Uh, all my friends are like, man, why you quit playing football? Why you I'm like, I, I know what my future was. <laughs> I know what my future was. Actually, I stopped playing um, Coach Miles. Um, Robert Miles, actually, I mean, you know, was a great mentor for me um, growing up. He, Him and my dad was two reasons I stopped playing um, football. If it wasn't for them, I would have kept playing. So let me ask yeah, you – sorry, let me ask you this because um, you mentioned that, you know, East Chicago – um, blue collar um, in an in an area that you know the the region had so many um, steel mills back in the day and obviously mm-hmm. with a lot of those industries moving away or um, not as as uh, as prevalent as they used to be mm-hmm. a rough area you know um, economic mm-hmm. uh, strife and things like that yep. talk about you know were you aware of just how um, you know how difficult your surroundings were. Were you aware of that, or were you just kind of in your own world as a kid growing up? Oh uh, yeah, you trying to get into nuts and bolts of it. Okay, <laughs> you just trying to get to nuts and bolts. All right. So we just going um straight out flat. I mean, it's basically the hood. I mean, whatever you want to call it, whatever neighborhood you think the toughest parts. The I tell people this all the time. Whatever you read on in the newspaper, the stuff you saw on the TV. You know, with the the guns, the drugs, the violence, um, the killings. I mean, actually, I grew up seeing all of that, witnessing and all. Um, you know, I grew up in, you know, government housing, you know, my whole life. You know, so um, for me, it was just, I don't know. As I tell people, I think just survival of the fittest. You know, when you're in those tough environments, for me, it was, for me and my family, it's just like, all right, okay, how are we going to thrive and how are we going to make it out? Um, I definitely witnessed a lot um, growing up. I mean, Definitely wasn't the, I mean, always just the best kid. Of course, we got into a little trouble and stuff growing up. Um, but um, luckily, I had my my family, like you said, um, that was support. My support system was so great that they definitely steered me to, um, to the right path and made sure that I didn't fall into some of the trouble that some of my other friends did fall into. You know, so, um, yeah, it was rough. Um, growing up, though, it was crazy. I mean, I didn't really realize yeah. that um, I really, I mean, because my parents did a great job of just, you know, still taking care of us, make sure it was good. But I didn't really realize that it was that tough until I got old, really, until I went to college. Yeah. For real. Honestly, yeah, that was the difference. I went to college. When I went to college, I'm like, hold on, I don't hear no police sirens. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, it's a little quiet. I'm like, it's quiet. Yeah. Know? I don't hear nobody screaming, nobody cussing nobody out. I'm like, hold on, maybe that wasn't normal. I thought, I mean, you just think that is, you just think that is normal every day. <laughs> yeah, people like going crazy and stuff. You just get used to it. So I was just thinking it's normal. I'm like, hold on, damn, maybe that wasn't normal. So, um, you know, that, um, you know, the college experience definitely um, taught me a lot and um, showed me a different way. But um, yeah, it was tough. But you know, my support system was so great, man. That. Uh, definitely without my parents and my brother, my siblings, my siblings, my my sister, she, she's like a second mother to me. Like, yeah, it's crazy because today she gave me my first cell phone. I'm still on a phone, cell phone bill. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm grown and still on my sister's cell phone bill. Oh, so wow. Show you, yeah. So that just show you how close we are. Yeah. Um, so I'm a grown man. So I'm still, she still, she still helps take care of me. So, um, yeah, my support system was great, man. But just to make it out, but yeah, it definitely was tough. I just, um, but mm-hmm. and I just think that's all. I mean, I I admire your family so much, and um, mm-hmm. I remember when you were on your visit here, and mm-hmm. we were showing you the dorms. And at that mm-hmm. time, um, all of our guys were staying in Kerry Quad across the street. They had just been yep. renovated, so they were pretty nice. Yeah. And I remember your sister kind of looked at you and and rolled her eyes like because she went to Ball State, right? Mm-hmm. And she yep. was explaining her dorm situation at Ball State. She goes, "Are you kidding me?" She goes, "This is ten times nicer than what I got." Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was jealous for sure. Yeah. She's like, "Hold on, yeah. man, this this better. This better than what we lived in when college I'm at." Yeah, yeah. So she, yeah. 
I, I got I got me a nice upgrade. Yeah, so I want I want to complain so much. And I think that's I mean that's really like you said you're um, looking you know you're with your parents. Do you look back at and now that you've you know you're 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 a world traveler and you know basketball's mm-hmm. taking you so many places and your your family. Uh, your siblings are all very successful in the professional world, college degrees. Um, yes. That's a that's an unbelievable testament to your parents to, that all three of their kids are living tremendous lives, really. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, my mother, she uh, she always stayed on us about our grades and stuff. Like, even when we was young, I mean, you know, from kids, anytime we had any slippers, anything, you know, we get no punishment if, you know, if our grades not good. Um, no, she stayed on us. You know, my parents, I mean, street lights come on, we got to be in the house. So, you know, even being in a tough environment, they stayed on us. You know, they wanted to see um, see us do well, and they um, wanted to see us succeed, you know. And then once my brother and my sister went to college, for me, I'm like, oh, man, I can't mess this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. we, yeah, we come from a place where, um, I don't know. I don't know. No, none of my family members like outside. I know went to college. You know, so you know, so that was big. So for both of them to even go and actually, you know, being living in the projects and you know, well, many people don't really even go to college, even finish high school. So for them, I'm like, all right, okay, you can't, you can't mess this up. You the last one. Yeah. <laughs> so that made me. So seeing them do well actually made me um, want to do better. And Etwan, I've heard you. I've actually heard you tell this story to to basketball campers here at Purdue Basketball Camp, young boys and girls that are at camp. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd like you to share this story on the on the podcast, if you don't mind. The story of how strict your mother was with you academically, you and your brother and sister. I, I remember you telling the story to the campers about when, when you were playing uh, elementary school, junior high basketball, the mm-hmm. school system had its own set of academic rules, right? That if you had a certain right. grade point average, you were allowed to yep. play on the team. Uh-huh. But that was a much different rule than your mother had, right? She had her own set of academic expectations, and if you didn't meet those, you were not playing on the team because she said so. Am I am I telling the story correctly? Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yep. Well, my mother, she uh, she like, man, if these if these grades ain't sure, man. I mean, you know, you don't really only need a two point. We was like two point oh, two point five, but you know, she always used to want us to make the honor roll. So you know, like we don't got a three point no. She's she's to be on me. Like no, nah, uh, uh-uh. well you ain't you you ain't you ain't going to practice or you can't go outside, and you know that's and that was everything. You know, as a kid, all I want to do is have fun, so taking my fun away. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get this together. You know, a couple of times I was, I mean, I, not, I mean, a couple of times I had some slippage. Uh, but I was, I was ineligible to play basketball, and man, I couldn't go outside for about, <laughs> I couldn't go outside for like four months. I'm like, oh no, I can't wow. do this. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's yeah. My mother, she's just stay on me. And the, well, and the um, fact, no. the fact that you end up being a, an academic all American in college, I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. only safe to assume that that starts with your mother, right? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. She definitely, uh, she definitely, um, big part of that. You know, always uh, asking about our grades, and you know, she always wanted me to graduate from college. So even when I was playing, you know, as I start, I mean. Years started going by, I started getting a little better. I'm like, okay, okay. It's like, no, nah, I was like, no matter what, I still want you to finish school, you know. So that was something, you know. Even like my diploma, I don't even have it. My mother got it. Um, <laughs> she felt like that's her. She felt like that's hers. I asked her, I can't even go get it from my house. <laughs> that's <laughs> I go awesome. to the house, I be like, I be like, Ma, I got um, my diploma. I want to bring it back? No, nah, that's mine. How you going? I'm like, that's yours. <laughs> Man, that is that's awesome. I, I, I had to go to class. Now the. The question is, she had that tough love for you. Now, do you have the same tough love to your kids? For me, um, I, I'm gonna guess you're a pushover. I'm gonna guess that you. I'm gonna guess you're so. It's different. I got a daughter, you know, so it's you know. Yeah. Daughters, you soft. I'm not gonna lie. Her mother harder on her than I am. Yeah. <laughs> she way harder on. on I could see you me. spoiling her. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Because I've seen the way you talk about her when you and I have our conversations, and I'm and yeah. I know I, I can see that little twinkle in your eye. How proud you are of her. Yeah, man. When she, yeah, her mama say no, she be daddy. What can I do? That? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Like she had softball practice yesterday, and her mama was ready to go once the practice. But I'm like, all right, go ahead. You go ahead. I'll stay here with her. I just, yeah, I, I'm kind of soft a little bit. <laughs> That's, I ain't gonna awesome. Lie. That's awesome. <laughs> 
So let me ask you. So um, you grow up, your you, affinity to basketball. You eventually football kind of falls away, and and uh, mm-hmm. you you're uh, you're playing really well. You guys end up winning a state championship. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's uh, everything's rolling. So talk us through your when it was decision time to, for colleges. Um, you know, talk us through that process, and then why ultimately um, you ended up being a boilermaker. Man, so it was crazy. So my first, um, my first offer really was was Iowa. Um, Steve Alford was there. Okay. Yep, that was my first offer. Then um, Purdue gave me my second offer. Coach Payne gave me my second offer right after that. Um, but um, yeah, so that process, I mean, man, it's crazy because I had a lot of schools. I mean, I had yeah, man, I had a lot of schools. Obviously, all the Big Ten schools. Probably besides Michigan State, that's the only school I can think in the Big Ten at that off. Um, then I even had some ACC schools. I mean, I had like Florida State. I had um, some other cool school. I had Vanderbilt. Had Tennessee. Um, even had like Stanford, UCLA. Um, that was just some cool school. NC. I had like NC State. Um, I don't know. I had, I had a decent amount of schools, yeah. so, uh, but it was just cool, you know, that whole process. Um, but it was crazy because you know, even I don't know, I don't know. I always felt connected to Purdue. I mean, obviously from Glenn Robinson and Kenny Lowe, um, you know, those two guys from the reason that I mean, I, I know that uh, I mean, I didn't really know personally know NBA players like that, but those guys like I actually got a chance to like. You know what I'm saying? When I was younger to see play and see film, you know, so yeah. I obviously looked up to them. And they went to Purdue. Then on TV, um, Purdue used to come on, like, the local channel. Yeah. So I used to see all the games, with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of the guys just played Willie Dane and some, uh, you know, during, like, the early 2000s and late 90s. So I used to even see, like, a lot of the game, you know. So uh, I was one of the schools I always obviously was familiar with. But, um, you know, Coach Painter and uh, – and uh, Conzo, because uh, Martin, they both was, you know, always there and support all the games, we traveling, um, AU tournaments, you know, always had a good relationship with them. And it was just genuine. Um, yeah. Even with Coach Payne, it's crazy because I don't, it's, you know, the crazy part is like, I don't ever feel like he really recruited me. I felt like, we, I felt like we was just like talking, just had conversations and then just, <laughs> like, yeah. I felt like it was yeah. just like, I felt like it was just natural. Yeah, I you know, know what you're talking about. He, yeah, yeah, he's very candid. It's, it's and, a, yeah, a, he's just very casual with his conversation. It's just kinda... yeah, it, it's a it's a different feeling, you know. Because like some people, like you know, like you feel like pressed, like oh yeah, come on, you gotta come here, you gotta do this, you gotta do this because of that. Yeah, you know. I mean, Coach Payne was just always our relationship was just always just you know just normal, casual, getting to know each other, um, chopping it up, talk about basketball a little bit, um, you know, talk about life. Actually, yeah, that's how your family stuff doing. But it was just always just organic yeah i think that's i think that's what's attracted me yeah. uh, even the same with coach martin too i felt like it was just organic like it was like <laughs> wasn't nobody trying to try too hard nobody never really tried to sell me like yeah you got to come here you come here yeah you want to be a pro <laughs> you come here yeah it's crazy <clears throat> like you come here you're gonna be a pro but it just made me feel comfortable you know i just feel like just you know um you know um genuine people you know so uh obviously with that um and my teammates, I mean, the guys, you know, I built a relationship with um, Juwan and Rob and Scott. You know, we all had a relationship um, from playing on the same AAU team with obviously yeah. not Juwan, but the other two. And, um, and we and we was pretty cool. You know, we was pretty good friends. You know, our AAU tournaments and stuff, we would hang out, uh, talk about college and, all, and you know, and in the recruit process and stuff and what we were going through. And, um, it was crazy because we had made we had made a pact because we always kind of been recruited by similar schools, and we always like all right, um, we go we going to end up choosing the same school. We had this conversation before we even committed. <laughs> um, yep, yep, me and Rob, and then um, now not actually it's crazy. It was me and Rob, and then I, I ended up adding Jawan and Tua. I'm like, man, I said he's getting recruited by some of the same schools or whatever, and he's like, man, it'd be cool to go play with each other. Yeah. Um, yep. So it kind of worked out. It kind of worked out perfect. Well, you certainly changed the the program around here. You guys did. Um, was it important for you to play somewhere close to home? Um, that played. I that played a um a, a thing in it. Yeah, because I wanted my family and friends to be able to come see me play. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that'd be cool. 
Um, and I mean, I was, you know, playing the Big Ten, and your family come to see you play. And I felt like a chance, and getting a chance to play right away. I mean, because could have went somewhere to another school and, you know, not get a chance to really yeah. play as much. You know what I'm saying? That was going to be my, a, yeah. If they got an older team or something. Yeah, that, that was that exactly what's going to be my follow-up. Was I remember that coach really sold you guys and just said, hey, look, we're not great right now, but you guys got a chance to come in and, and play major mm-hmm. minutes right away. And yep. that, yeah, that had to be very appealing. Yep, yep. Coach, coach for sure did say that. Yep. He's like, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, come in and play right away. Um, you know, they lost a few guys and um, stuff like that. So he's like, yeah, y'all get a chance to come play. So that was huge. I think that was for us. Um, that was a that was a big key, big factor. We all come in and play and grow together. Was was there any any hesitation, any any trepidation about the fact that, I mean, the fact of the matter is, Etwan, you guys were joining a team that had only won nine games the year before. I mean, you really were right. coming into a team that was last in the Big Ten. Any hesitation right. about that, or you were just you didn't mind? Man. You're ready to turn it around. Man, I mean, you know, we all are pretty like humble guys, but. Our confidence was so crazy, like, like man, like we all felt like we was gonna be the the best. Like even like the times we did struggle, like our first year, like our confidence never wavered. Like even before like we came in, like I don't know, I felt I felt like I, I know um, I know Robin Juwan felt like that too. That like man, we man, we all go together. We can play against anybody. So we didn't really <laughs> we weren't really <laughs> care what even happened before. We weren't even thinking about that. We was like, man, we come, we gon we gon we gonna make it good. That was our thought. I remember uh I remember when you guys were, were signed and I we went obviously we went nuts when we ended up getting everybody. Mm-hmm. J JJ popped first and then yep. Rob called uh coach and he said, Hey, I'm I'm gonna do this. He goes and, and he kinda I I don't know if you know this or not. Rob kinda stole your, your thunder. He said Hey, Etuan and I are playing together, and he said, and I'm coming. Oh, for real? Yeah, and Coach hey, goes. And was, that's, <laughs> hey, that's crazy. That was going to be my question. I was going to be like, so did y'all? Because I am about to say, we actually, before we even, like, started committing, like, because even, like, Jawan, even before he committed, we all knew, like, a month before that we already oh, was coming there. Man, you could have saved us some gray hair. I was wondering, did y'all know that or did y'all not know that? No, we didn't did know. Well, when J- y'all didn't know? J.J. did it, and then I remember – I was running an errand somewhere, and Coach called and said, hey, Juwan just committed. And I was so excited. I just turned the car around, came right back to Mackey, <laughs> and Coach Martin and Coach Lusk were in the locker room downstairs. And I went right. right down to him and I said, hey, we just got J.J. And they were just – I mean, we were just all dancing around like it was Christmas right. morning. <laughs> and then a few days later, uh, Rob yeah, calls uh, Coach, and he says, hey, uh-huh. I'm going to end up playing for you. And you know, Etwan, I said, we want to play with each other. And, right. and Coach Painter goes, so does that mean Etwan's committing too? And Rob's like, well, and he like, <laughs> and oh, he goes, so I don't. That's, so that's so that's so that's when y'all found out that we. That's when we found out. Rob, so. And so then we were still like, until wow. we heard it from you guys, though, we didn't want to get right. too excited. Right, but right. boy, we had a really sweet secret for a few days there that we thought. <laughs> oh, man. that was crazy. And yeah, then, I know that. And then you call, <laughs> and then you called and did it, and man, we were we were through the roof. And then right, right. So then we yeah, start. That, that, go ahead. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I said, "Wow, that's crazy." I was, I was, I was wondering that. I'm like, I, so I'm, I'm thinking that y'all knew already. For I don't know for some reason, I'm like, they probably already know that we're all coming. No. I don't know why. I just assumed that because we, because we've been talking about it. We've been new. Like I told you, like probably like a three weeks or a month before even Jawan did it. Oh, so man. before Jawan was about to do, it, I'm like, we all had talked to each other. And I gave Jawan. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Like yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna do it. I'm like in a couple of weeks or something. And but he just did it before. He just happened to do it before me. And then Rob, I mean, we already we already gave each other the, you know, the um, okay though. I mean, we all agreed already that we all was coming. So wow, yeah, that wow, was that's crazy. <laughs> well, that was a, yeah, that was a pretty sweet feeling when you guys finally did it officially. And then um, yeah. I remember we had a practice later that year because you guys obviously signed in November, and we're at a practice later that year. And I remember Coach Payne, and he. He says he doesn't remember saying this, but I vividly remember it. Our guys were our guys were were not having the best practice, and he goes, "Guys, do you understand what's walking down that tunnel next year? Like, do you oh, yeah, know who's yep, coming yep. in here?" Yep, they told me. That. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, and then when we had the All Star game here in Mackey, the junior senior mm-hmm. game, yep. I thought I was the only one on staff allowed to come uh, because right. I was still the sports information guy, right? And 
I, wa- I walked out of there. Cliz and I walked out of there, and Cliz looked at me. He goes, hey, we're going to win a lot of ball games in the next few years. And <laughs> right. I said, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yep. I, I mean, those were just such exciting times. And so talk about, like, you know, then that summer rolls around, and you move down to Purdue. And what was, what was it like down here for you? Man, the summertime. The summertime was cool. Um, I would say that um, the guys that was already there, the teammates, they did a great job in welcoming us. Um, I don't know. You say you say, coach said. <laughs> you say, coach said. You know, it's coming down that tunnel. Yeah. Um, but we, but we never felt that. I mean, the guys was like very welcoming, and you know, um, you know, very helpful to us. Us, you know, um, transitioning coming in. So it was definitely was wasn't no feeling like, oh man, like they never felt like we was a threat. They felt like, man, y'all come help us. Yeah, you know? so that's like, cool. Yeah, come on, we got to make sure y'all okay. So we got that feeling. So that definitely made it um, a lot easier coming in. Um, yep, and then we all stayed together. Um, who was my roommate? Uh, Rob. I mean, Rob. Yep, Rob was my roommate. So, you know, we all knew each other. So it was cool. You know, we, we had a lot of fun. And then talk about, like, you know, we're gearing up for that first year. And yep. now, obviously, we probably and, – and we've changed even since you guys were here in terms of our preseason, like, conditioning and things like that. <laughs> man, like, it changed a whole lot. Hey. Man, y'all got a whole lot softer <laughs> now, man. Hey, we tell man, the – we was in the Army before, man. Y'all got a whole lot – y'all got softer on them already. <laughs> hey, we tell those nah, dudes what good. you used to do. Mm-hmm. We tell our guys, we're like, whenever our guys, we get a whiff uh-huh. of them saying, man, this is hard. We're like, hey, you have no right. idea. You're right. I mean, talk about that just physically. It was right. a beatdown, wasn't it? Yeah, man, it's crazy. So um, we got a thing with our team, and they ask every player, like, like it's the thing, like, what they do, like, every player, like, every different practices that, like, want to get tonight right now are magic, where they ask different players, like, where you from, your siblings, to get to know everybody. Um, what was the hardest time you had playing basketball? Oh, okay. And I was going to tell them I haven't had my turn yet, but I definitely was going to tell them, like, man, probably my freshman year in college probably, like, my hardest time I had playing basketball. Um. Because basketball always just came natural to me. I mean, it never was really hard. Yeah. Um, even even when I got to the NBA, like it never basketball never was hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of came. It just kind of came. Put the work in and just. I mean, I don't know. It just came natural. But my freshman year probably is the hardest time, just just physically. Because um, I always just played basketball and I always was real like, was scrunny, was skilled, but you know, physically just. Never, I mean, I just never worked out. I mean, I never had nobody to show me um, when I was in high school really how to work out, lift weights and running and all that stuff. We just knew just go play basketball and try yeah. to get a bucket, try yeah. to score. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, you know, so that was that was a, that was a whole shock to me. Uh, the conditioning was crazy. Even in the summertime, we was running. Uh, was that on the football field doing like the – Back and forth to the, across the fifty yard line, yeah, yeah. pulling pulling sleds and <laughs> jumping over cones, and then we, then we come after that. I'm like, okay, 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 this ain't bad. I'm like, we can do this. Then come preseason. Oh my god, them six weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I remember those. I remember them six weeks. Oh, that was first a grind. first two weeks. We doing this. First, we got to do the, the mile and five thirty. Yep, the mile and five thirty. That was a challenge. I'm like, huh. Mile and foul thirty. I don't think I've yeah, never even ran a mile ever in life. <laughs> Y'all asked me to run a mile. <laughs> hey, you made it every yeah. time though. Yeah, yep. I yep. still got your times. You were always like five twenty eight, five twenty nine. Like you were right <laughs> yeah. there every time. Coach, hey, coach got us out last year though. He he changed the times on us because he thought like the five thirty. He's like, nah. He like, okay, they getting used to this, so he made it harder. And I remember like. All of us, Dan, there, except Rob, he's the only one that like. <laughs> yeah, Rob still holds Everybody, the record. Everybody, we have to do, we have to do it a second time because he changed that time. So, yep. so at first, I was getting like, I started getting like five twenty. Then the fans were like, Nah, y'all got like five ten or something like crazy, a five fifteen, something he had changed. But he was just trying to push us and trying to challenge us. Yeah, he made. Uh, but I think he made JJ go time. like JJ had to go like five fifteen. Normally, the bigs have like five forty five. He's like, No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh-uh. uh. No, he tried to challenge. He tried to challenge us, but um, but yeah. So that's yeah. So them two weeks first, we had to do the that, the mile, the the. Then we have to do two weeks of distance. Where we have to do two mile, mile and a half, and two miles. Yeah. And then after that, we have to do the stairs, the yeah. stairs, and the um, and running around the thirty, which I just call them thirties, right? Uh, yeah, two twenties. The 
Uh, the two twenties around the track and the stairs yep. in Ross and the stairs used yeah. to do that. And then the last one was on a was on a court. The last two weeks was on a court. Yep. Oh man, it was yeah, it, it was it was beasty. I couldn't feel my legs. I'm just like, yeah. man, hey. I'm trying. I gave everything. I, that's the thing, man. Every time I'm like, man, I'm trying. I give everything that I get. It's just, I just, man, it wasn't was <laughs> I wasn't ready for all that. That shot, but um. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, we yeah, we grew from it. Um yeah, and so um so it went to that summer. Uh man, my first half, my first half was rough. It was yeah. a little rough, uh most of us though, for real. Um our freshman year, we had, you know, we ended up having a loss to Warford. And yeah, people, um, you know, cause we think like we're gonna be good and we're like, Oh man. But um I would say one thing still though, I, from the player standpoint, I don't think our confidence never like wavered. Um. Still, like for me personally, I still was like, "Man, I'm gonna get this turnaround. I can't keep feeling like this forever." <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember it, my legs was dead. It's funny you say that because the Wofford game. I mean, we still we still have stories about that Wofford game. I mean, mm-hmm. it was one of those you know, uh, totally unexpected loss. Um, mm-hmm. We were getting ready to go to Las Vegas for that tournament, and then we go out to Las Vegas, and boy, that was uh, we get our brains beat in by Iowa yep. State. Yep. And then we turned around and played Missouri State and we had some things going on as a team. Not everybody was on the same page and yep. we ended up beating Missouri State and we ran around like we just advanced to the final four. <laughs> I mean we thought <laughs> <All right. laughs> because we had overcome some things. We had some guys sitting out and we still won the game. And then yep. uh we get home and uh Big Ten play starts and we we lose at Michigan State. Yeah, and we beat Michigan here to open. Then we lose at Michigan State, and then we just roll off. I don't uh-huh. know, ten straight or something, eleven straight. Yeah, which yep. was nuts. Yep, just nuts. And that mm-hmm. speaks to the fact that you know you said you guys never wavered in confidence. You'd have to stay confident mm-hmm. if you're going to win that many in the league to start. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, you got to. I mean, because man, nobody's gonna feel sorry for. You. I mean, especially we're in the Big Ten. Yeah, think our conference is so deep. I mean. So think about all the teams that was good. You yeah. Know? All the, how many teams made the tournament? And then we had, what, two teams make the Final Four? Maybe Michigan State, Wisconsin, something, something crazy. So, oh, uh, man, we're like, man, we're going to get it together. We're going to get our head beat in every yeah. night. So <laughs> we just like, nah, uh-uh. We got we to pull this together somehow. Do you, you rem- know, We just kept going. Do you remember um, – so we beat Wisconsin here, and the students stormed the floor, which was cool. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. – so then we go to Wisconsin. It was the first week of February, and at, we were both in the lead for the Big Ten. We both had one loss, yep. and that was the first year of the Big Ten Network. And for some yep. reason, that game, nobody, you know, nobody thought we were going to be any good that year. So we, <clears throat> our game was on the BTN, and it was a Saturday night, 9 o'clock tip in Madison. Yep. And it was the game of the year, mm-hmm. basically. And it yep. was on BTN, uh-huh. and not everybody had BTN. And so like people Nuh-uh. were flocking to bars to, lo- to watch it. And we went up, we go up there and beat them. And I mean, you yep. talk about a happy scene in the locker room. But, oh, man. But then do you, do you remember getting home at the airport here? Mm. Oh, yeah. With all the people outside <laughs> yes. and stuff yes. going yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Come on. Yeah, I definitely remember that. I mean, because that win was so big. I mean, because Wisconsin was, uh, you know, it was ring high. So yep. they was already projected to do well. Uh, you know, and people weren't really expecting us to do that well. So for us to beat them, that was. Our confidence really went up out the roof after that. Yeah, you know, and that was a big win. And in Madison too, up there, you know how hard yeah. it is to win up in Wisconsin. Like they were, they home record was was sick. So yeah, mm-hmm. we were. Uh, so I thought about that the other day because our football team, when they got home from Iowa the other day, there was uh, some of the students met them out at the airport, and I saw some video and I thought, man, that's really cool. And I had that flashback to when we landed that night. And anybody's ever been out to the Purdue Airport, the terminal's not very big. But that yep. terminal was so full, it was Man. completely packed of people Crazy. from mm-hmm. door to door, and they made a pathway for us to get in the back door and out the front to get to our cars. And Man, it was like was... pure pandemonium in there. It was really cool. Oh man, the excitement was crazy. It's real crazy. Oh, somebody got a video. Somebody got to have a video. There is a video on YouTube. If you go to YouTube and punch right. in, it does come up. Yeah. I've done. See, see, I tell you how um, 
how far times it came. Everybody <laughs> probably even have a camera on their phone then. Right. Yeah, right. No <laughs> doubt. No That's doubt. crazy, right? The difference crazy. But you guys, uh, you know, that year, I mean, it put us on the map. It put you guys on the map. You guys earned the nickname Baby Boilers. And um, it really just kind of took us to uh, to another another level. And, you know, you guys went probably from being somewhat obscure on campus to now, like, there's nowhere for you to hide, right? You're kind of a celebrity now at this point. Oh, yeah, man. It was it was crazy. Like, man, it was crazy. Like, everywhere we went on campus, so we go to class, the crazy part that just tripped me out was i wasn't used to my peers like usually somebody younger or older or something you know might look up to you or uh you know want an autograph or something but we're going to class and we in class and they're asking us for our autograph and stuff i'm like <laughs> i'm like dang really y'all want, you want my autograph <laughs> yeah i'm like we the same we we peers we in the same class so it was cool um you know even some of my teachers even they started uh, you know, they started recognizing us and, you know, telling us congratulations and stuff like that on games. So that was pretty cool. It was That's sweet everywhere we went, you know. Everybody showed a lot of love. So, you know, it just made it more exciting. It made you want to do better on the court. Right. Like, All right, man, they're going to keep showing me. Yeah. <laughs> they keep showing me love like this. All right, let me uh, make sure we go get some more wins. That's cool. That's really awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and obviously, uh, you know, you you finish your career. You are th- you finished with over two thousand points. Only uh, mm-hmm. only five guys in school history can can say that. Um, you know, you rank third on our all time scoring list, and mm-hmm. uh, several accolades to your name, all Big Tens and that kind of thing, and just a tremendous tremendous career. Um, and and then came the next chapter in your in your time here, and you. Uh, you you head out to the NBA. Was there ever a doubt in your mind you were going to be an NBA player? No, no. I I, I, I thought I was going to be an NBA player. Uh, so I felt like I can make it to the NBA because it's crazy because, I don't know, people ask me this and stuff all the time. And I had a cousin. That, you know, I knew you since you was, since you was seven, you was going to go to the NBA. <laughs> but, you know, you got some family members or something. But for me, I really didn't recognize it to, I would say, after my sophomore year, once I saw like other people going to the NBA that I was playing against, yeah, and I'm like, hold on, I feel like I'm just as good at them as yeah. them. And, like yeah. they can make it, so then that gave me kind of like, okay, I think I got a chance. And then that's when like after my sophomore year in the summertime, uh, I made sure I worked on my game, worked on my body. Um, you know, and then after my junior year, um, you know, I just became a gym rat. You know, I'm like, man, I can. I'm like, man, if I work hard, like I can definitely go to the NBA. So. That's when I started, um, you know, just being in the gym all the time. You know, summertime, we'll have practice and stuff or training during the day. At nighttime, go back, get enough shots. Um, on weekends, was going there, working my game. Um, man, the janitors, my, my one guy, he used to let me in all the time. I can't think of his name with the glasses. What's his name with the glasses? Oh. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Damn. It wasn't Elmer. He's, no, it wasn't no. Elmer. No, he had, he, had, he had the glasses with like the, like the little curly hair. But he used to let me in all the time, man. He like, all right, just let me know. I'm like, like, damn, what time are you supposed to leave? He's supposed to leave at eleven. He he's like, that's all right, man. I stay thirty more minutes for you. You know, he used to stay at the gym extra for me late night. You know, to go shoot and stuff. So that was pretty cool. That's we awesome. even got cool. Yeah, that, so I've I've told the story to some of our guys before that we were on a trip one time to Iowa and mm-hmm. we get back and it was a late tip out there so we get home at one or two in the morning and i yep. I, I had to get in early the next day for some reason i walk in yep. at like eight o'clock and i walk into Mackey, and this is before the renovations or anything and i yep. walk in we used to park at the bank across the street <laughs> and i walk mm-hmm. into those doors along northwestern i hear a couple of balls bouncing and i in my head mm-hmm. i thought well that must be a couple of the women's players because our guys just got in about five, six hours ago. It can't be any right. of our guys. And I yeah. go down and look, and you're on one end getting jumpers up, and um, JJ's on the other end shooting free throws. Yep. And I thought, man, and it just struck me. I thought those two are going to they're gonna be successful in whatever they choose to do. I hope it's basketball. I hope they both play for a long time, right. but, but they're going to yep. be successful. And and here you are. Both of you are still playing. And how about the uh, fact, yeah. Etwan, you, you both are drafted by the Celtics. I mean, how cool was that? Oh, man, that was – man, I didn't see that coming. That was so cool. That was, that was real cool. I'm like, man, how – we both playing together another last four years, then get drafted by the same team. 
Yeah. Like that man, that was that was so sweet right there. Um, you know, just to have somebody that you know, um, you know, personally that you've been with through the fight with, you know, a brother with you to go to the next level, you know, because I mean you go to the next level, you don't know what's gonna happen, you know, especially going to a veteran team. So, you know, definitely you know it's definitely gonna be some struggles. So, you know, so to have somebody go through those same struggles with you, you know, just made it a lot easier and a lot more fun. Um Yep, but yeah, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of um, fun our first year together in Boston, and um, man, it just made our transition a lot easier. We had somebody always to lean on, you know, that's somebody that you know. So, no, nah, that was that was pretty sweet. Has your NBA is is being a pro what you thought it would be, or what's the biggest difference, or you know, just daily life in the NBA? Man, daily life is you just get so much free time. You, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta discipline yourself. Uh, you know, in college, everyone, y'all got the schedule for. Yeah, you got yeah. practice here, you got class here, you got game here. You know, you got dinner, you got training time, you gotta eat here, you got breakfast this time, you got dinner this time. Man, when you professional, you gotta be disciplined on your own. You know, yeah, and have that own self motivation. Especially like our first year, we went to a veteran team. You know, so we didn't really practice much. Um, so we never had nobody tell you, yeah, you got to be at the gym at this time. You got to lift weights at this time. You got to eat at that time. So if you if you wasn't um, self-motivated, I mean, you can just not do nothing, but you're going to get lost in the sauce, you know. But if you yeah. want to get better and you want to keep going, you got to be self-motivated. Uh, make sure you get your lifts in. Make sure, you know, you're eating properly. And, you know what I'm saying, make sure you can get your work in on the court. You know, so I just think that's it. Just you know, I feel like I feel like at the at this level, you gotta love the game. It will show. If you don't love the game, I feel like at some point it will show, because like I said, you got nobody to tell you to. You gotta be at the gym at this time or that time. You know, so you definitely gotta love it. That's all. That's a great point. Absolutely great point. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna tell a story about you that we we heard from an NBA guy. Uh, all right. <laughs> so it's when. So this okay. is your second stint with Orlando. Yeah. And it worked out well for you because you have a place down there, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. so it worked out. So anyway, your first time with Orlando, one of their, I don't know who it was, but one of their guys was talking to Coach Painter. And uh-huh. he said, uh, hey, how's, uh, how's our guy Etwan doing? And he said, you know uh-huh. what? He said, that dude, every time I go to work, he is in the practice gym. He said, every time. Mm-hmm. He said, and he is around. He's always great to talk to. He's engaged. He does whatever we ask of him. He said, that guy's going to be in the NBA as long as he wants to be. And that was, how many years ago between your time with Orlando? Is that 10 years or nine years or something like that? Nine years, nine. Yeah. So think about that. Like, he saw that coming, and sure enough, nine years later, he's absolutely right. Because you're one of those guys who we, I still tell our guys that are here about this. I'm like, back in those days, like, you were no number guys. Like, I I never had to know your phone number. Because I never needed right. to talk to you about it. I knew you were going to be on time. I knew you were going to yeah. show up. You know, so you know those guys are. We're always tracking them down. Right. Like, hey, exactly. man, why weren't you right. in class? Why weren't uh-huh. you doing this? Exactly. Not with you guys. Yep, yep, exactly, man. Just just being disciplined. I mean, that's that's a key. The um, a, a key attribute that you know, and everything. I, I even try to tell my daughter this now. So that's why I'm glad that she in the softball. I just teach her that discipline. Just you know, and, and being on time, being accountable, uh, trying to do your best, and you know whatever it is. And what? Um, well, and Etwan, what about just being ready at all times? I mean, because if you look at your career in the NBA, right? You you literally have been at both ends of it. I mean, I, one year with New Orleans, if I remember correctly, you started every game, uh, maybe except yep. one or two. Right? You were a full time starter, playing heavy minutes. And now yep. here you are on the tail end of your career where there may be a number of games you don't even get in the game. But but yet, you're right? Sounds like you're you're the true epitome of a professional, ready to play if, you're, if your number is called. Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely been my, um, been my motto just from day one. I'm like, man, just being ready. Uh, you know, they like always say, control what you can. And me, I feel like I always can control my performance if, um, if I stay ready and you know, always ready to go and contribute, you know. And I, I think that's what helped me stay in the league as long as I um, have been, just being ready at every single uh, moment, taking advantage of each moment. Um, sometimes those moments are slight, you know. Those moments might be two or three minutes, but, you know, if you can 
have a po- positive um, outcome in those two or three minutes, it can go a long way. And I might stretch out some more and some more. So, um, like, even my first year, um, you know, playing sparingly, sparingly on um, Boston. But, man, they put us in at the end of the game. The last three minutes, the last five minutes of the game, I'm I'm like okay. Let me see if I can get let me see if I can get six points. <laughs> let me see if I can get six <laughs> yeah. points. If I, I mean, <laughs> let me see if I can get eight points in 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 ten minutes. You know, so I, I just always try to stay ready. Uh, no matter what time, it was always uh, ready to play. They noticed that. You know, it went a long way. Well, I want to before we get we we end every podcast with the final four questions. But before we get to that, I want to mention one more thing. When you were back a couple years ago, or it's been a few years ago now, uh, we did your mm-hmm. bobblehead night. And yep. uh, and you spoke to the Great crowd. That oh, was awesome. Yep. Great having you back. Mm-hmm. And I remember that day there was a a, a number of young uh, people from East Chicago came down and yep. toured, toured campus, and they were part of a of an outreach effort that you started up there in East Chicago to kind of yep. give back to your community. Talk talk us through that a little bit and explain what that is and how that's helping give back and in, in in back to your roots. Oh yeah. Um... So um, that's one thing I gotta um, give my, give, you know, give my family credit for. You know, always been big on giving back and helping others. Um, you know, my brother, mother, sister. Uh, we started the foundation. Just my name, Etwan Moore Foundation. But uh, basically, try to focus on the youth. Um, try to basically try to do all the things that uh, you know. If I was a kid, that I would like to see. Um, you know, like if I had an NBA player that I knew that came from my same neighborhood the same city i'm like man that'd be nice to to get to know them and ask them about their experience you know hopefully they'll be bit, um, visible come back around um you know and um so when i had the ball i mean you guys um asked me uh invited me to do the ball head now like, man it'd be good to um, get the kids to come up and uh let them get some of the experience you know and see what a college campus is like maybe it might motivate some of them to go to college um even if it's not purdue but even just the See that atmosphere. Um, even going to the game, seeing the excitement, seeing how um, how into it, and you know how proud everybody is. Uh, it's gonna motivate them, you know. So, so that was definitely pretty cool. Um, it's crazy because I think like like three of the kids or four of the kids that came end up going to Purdue. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a couple. Of, yeah, it's a, a couple of those kids end up um, coming to Purdue. Uh, we also do a, do a scholarship. Uh, a scholarship grant every year. We give give a few thousand. Um, I think well, four kids every year, and they're giving them a scholarship, you know, to help them with college. Um, that's awesome. Why they there? So it was pretty cool to see a couple of the kids um, end up going um, going to Purdue. Well, so that's I mean that's another reason you're such a stud, man. It just it's the way you uh, take care of your your community and and give back and mm-hmm. and uh, you've shown a lot of people in East Chicago, you know, that pathway and, uh, your whole family yep. has, and it's, it's awesome that you guys, uh, pay it forward like that. So I think that's, uh, so kudos to you. Um, before so we get to this final four, I want to know, um, now your nickname is Smooge. You've had that forever. Right. It's normally what I'll call yep. you when I'm, when I text you or call you. Yep. So give us, <laughs> give us, the, give us the origin of that and, uh, and where that came from. Oh yeah, for sure. Smooge, you know, so that's my, uh, you know, all my family and friends call call me um it was crazy man i, I might not even know my f- real name until i got about six years old <laughs> my friends you know, be out of the playground like what's your name it's smooth that's <laughs> 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 all, uh, all, all my family used to call me but um but yeah so uh, my grandmother gave me that uh gave me that nickname um she um it's crazy because i still never for a hundred percent sure found out or true the full reason why because it was crazy yeah. she ended up having a brain tumor so mm. she probably forgot half of herself <laughs> but uh at first it was smooth so i was thinking like maybe from a smooch like from kissing you know like a smooch but yeah. she put a g yeah that's what i was that's what i was thinking that's what i was thinking i asked her but she i don't she don't really remember she's like why was so long ago i don't know it's just your name <laughs> all right grandma all right grandma as long as you made it up Man, yeah. it, well, it was. Uh, but, uh, but I think that's what I think that's where it, or that's I think it's kind of I think that's what it arrived from though. Well, we that's all what we called you when you were here. We, that was what everybody did. Coach would call you that and everything else. It was great. So just wanted yeah. to get that on the record. So. It might be a little might be a little easier than saying each one. It might be easier to remember. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. That might be it. 
All right. We're going to get to these final four questions here, Smooge. And these are your four uh, questions that uh, we ask everybody that comes on the podcast. So question one is, what is your go-to music of choice? You get all this free time on the road. What are you listening to? Uh, My go-to music of choice? Yeah. Um... I gotta go. I gotta go with some classic, some classic Jay Z. Jay Z, that's okay. my favorite rapper. Um, Blueprint, uh, City. That's 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 a favorite for me. Uh, now, it's I've, crazy because now it's crazy because nowadays, I guess I'm getting older. You gotta think about it. My team, I'm 32. My teammates 21, 20. <laughs> so they looking at me. They think I'm an old head. They think like, I'm an old guy. Like what? <laughs> this your favorite Jay Z? <laughs> they wanna listen to. Little Yachty or some yeah. the other little young guys. Like, Everybody's got man, little. Crazy. Everybody's got little yeah. in their name now. And I'm looking like, man, I don't know how y'all some of the music. I don't know. I can't listen to some of them myself. Now, but now in yeah, all so your MB- crazy. all your NBA travels, do you see? Have you seen Jay Z courtside? Uh oh yeah yeah oh yeah for sure. And it was you, cool. I saw him. I saw him a uh, decent amount of my games that I had. And is uh, him and Beyonce? Yep. Any are uh, like are. Uh, do you get starstruck or is it just like oh because i mean he's around the game enough because he with right, his agency right. and stuff like that right, so right. i mean but does it yeah 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 no nah, he won he wanted he wanted a few people that definitely that is like dang it's cool jay-z in the building yeah you know no doubt it's like a good feeling yeah yeah he definitely one of them one of them people one of the iconic people that you know when they come around is like dang it's cool i mean I mean, this is this is this, some got to be special tonight. They they in the building, so yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely uh, feel good every time. Yep. Do you feel that way about any former players that you run across? Uh, former players, it was crazy. So the other day, um, T Mac, so Tracy McGrady is one of my favorite players going on. Okay. Um, man, cause I thought I was I thought I was gonna be six seven. Six eight. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that six. Three, hey, we six, we wish we wish you were, buddy. We wish. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but then if I was there, I probably wouldn't have did it for years. Yeah, though. that's <laughs> true. Hey, that's true. Probably only the only probably only got one, one and yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, very true. So, hey, gotta take it. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah. So he was one of my favorite players. I thought I'm like, man, I want to be like Tracy McGrady. Uh, that's kind of how I play, like I do today. Like I can do a little bit of everything: can shoot, can shoot, can dribble, can pass, can drive. Uh, he used to do everything on the court, and he was at our game, um, our first game that we had here in Orlando. It was pretty cool seeing him, yeah. seeing Tracy McGrady. I'm like, man, you know how much I used to look up to him. That's awesome. That's awesome. Be able to meet your heroes, man. That is that is really cool. And you oh, had yeah, that's pretty cool. You had a uh, well. You had one of your best games here at Purdue over in Champaign, and uh, and Michael Jordan was in the oh, house. Yeah, that MJ was MJ was in the building. That was yeah. That was a good day. Yeah, that was that was, that was pretty cool. Oh, yes, that's a class. That's one on that one I never forget. And it was crazy. It was pretty cool. So when I did the pre-draft, he was there. He like, oh, hey, e, what's up? I'm like, man. He said, he said that like he knew me, like we know each other. Oh, like, oh wow, man. wow. Yeah, like, he didn't even say my name. He's like, yeah, what's up, E? I'm like, oh, I'm like, man, you don't know. I had to pause for like two seconds. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, 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 what's up, Mike? <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, that's yeah, so awesome. That was, that, was pretty, that was pretty sweet. Wow. Well, your nickname was coming out then because on that radio broadcast, Cliz was saying, the, mm. He kept saying the smooge alert yeah. every time you right. hit a bucket. You yeah. you scored like fifteen straight, and yeah. he would say yeah, he. Yeah, I, I went back and listened to it the next day, and he's like, "You were backing a dude down." He's like, "Here's more. No way you can do it again." Oh, the smooge <laughs> alert! And he would do it. Oh, he was going nuts, yeah. man. It was awesome. Now that's pretty cool too. So, so man, like every time I see somebody, uh, if it's from Purdue, that was there, uh, of course, like around the same time was they'd be like smooth, smooth. So. That'd be pretty cool. So when I know they say that, I'm like, okay, I got to be somebody that know me. You know? Yeah, so, you know, it's like so. It's like hearing from families, you know. So, uh, you know, it's always a comfort every time you know, I hear them call my nickname and stuff. That's awesome. Yep. Okay, okay, question two here on the final four: What is the best book you've ever read, or maybe a good book you've read recently? Uh, the best book I ever read. Um, when I was younger, when I was a kid, I read a book called Slam by Walter Dan Dean Myers. Of course, it's a basketball book. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, that's what I always tell the kids, even the kids nowadays. I say, um, just read anything that's interesting to you. I mean, yeah, it don't have to be a science because growing up, um, you know, some of the kids, um, you know, they're like, oh, reading is boring and this and that. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah. read something that's 
that's that's interesting, then you know it's gonna be fun. Yeah. You're reading about something maybe that's something that you can't relate to, then it's like it's definitely not gonna motivate you to read. So for me, um, I like reading autobiographies um, a lot. You know, so I read with my favorite rappers, uh, you know, yeah. ex basketball players, their autobiographies, or something like that. But, um, but my favorite one though was called Slam by Walter Dean Myers. It's basically about some kids that was um. Uh, was kids that was in uh, high school and middle school. They played basketball together when they was in middle school, but then they ended up going to separate high schools. One went to like a private school and one went to like a public school. So they had like a rivalry, but they would hang out at home because they stayed in the same neighborhood. So it was kind of like a cool little story. It's like something I feel like I can relate to um, personally myself. That's awesome. That is, and that's a great point too. That's a great point yep. about reading what you enjoy because so oftentimes like, I've, and I do that with my kids. They're like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. want to read. And I'm like, well, pick, you know, pick something you like. You know, that's, right, that's a exactly. great point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Try to find what motivate them. Yep. yep. All right. Question three here. If you could wave a wand and do any other profession starting tomorrow, what would it be? Oh, that's tough. If I can wave a wand and any other profession. And you'd be pretty good at it. I mean, if you could. Do anything something, and something, something that other something, than man, professional basketball. Yeah, other than professional other than basketball. basketball. I used to want to be a football player, but I think that changed. Though I don't think I'm ready to take them hits and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used yeah. to. Well, I used to want. I used to want to be a football player. Um, maybe a. Um, I don't know. Maybe an entertainer. I don't know. Entertainer. So, I don't know. I feel like it could be false, but. It just seems like they're having fun all the time. It does seem like they're having fun. Now, <laughs> yeah, I don't be... know. Like, think about your think about your favorite artist. Even if it's no matter what the genre of music, if it's a rock and roll star, a singer, or a rapper, like yeah. it seems like every time you see them, like they just having fun. You just performing, so you going to concerts. Yeah, I love concerts. I love going to concerts all the yeah. time. So you're just going from concerts to. Maybe a a photo shoot. To, yeah, yeah. Uh, going on your favorite talk show with your favorite your favorite host or something. Going yeah. on a view or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Good morning, America. To back to doing another show. To being at a basketball game front row. It just seems like they're always having a good time. I don't and know. It could be false. I mean, obviously, no. I, I got to be hard work behind it, but. I don't know. It just look like they always having fun. And you're always dre- <laughs> and you're always dressed nice and clothes that people probably give to mm-hmm. you. Right, right. Yeah, that's what exactly. it's saying. Yeah, right. Exactly. Think yeah. about stuff that you get for free all the time. So yeah. That just that just it just seemed it just seemed like that was having fun. I like that. That's a good answer. All right, last question here on the final four. What is something that no one or very few people know about you? Oh. Say something that no one or very few people? Yeah. Uh damn, I asked my wife, wife, well, what's something you think <laughs> people don't know about me? They go say this. That's funny. He's gonna say uh, you don't do the dishes or something like that. <laughs> nah. If you if you was the eggs, I don't know. If you was eggs, my family, they probably would say that I'm clumsy because I used to always break stuff. But I keep telling them that I'm grown now, so I ain't always breaking <laughs> stuff no more. But if you come around them, they still treat me. They still treat me like a baby. Do they really? So, yeah, 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 yeah. I think when I get fifty years old, like I told you, I'm still on my sister's phone. When I get fifty, I'm still gonna be the baby to them. So, but that's something only my only like my close friends would know. My intermediate family would know. Yeah, they still treat me. Yeah, they still, still treat, treat they still, you. They, they still, yeah, they still baby. Now, do yeah. you guys like? Do you guys take trips together, vacations together? Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. And yep. so, you're like, mm-hmm. you if you're the, if they treat you like the baby, they handle all the arrangements. Like, we're, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my sister. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. And I like, and I'm pretty adventurous. That'd probably be something else too. Uh, to go along with that. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty adventurous. Uh, you know, I, I like like I don't know. It's crazy. I'm not really like a big animal lover, but I would like pet and hug a tiger or something. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know. I, I'm pretty adventurous. Yeah. I like going on like um, visions. Like I mean, I can't really do too much. I have like, an NBA contract. Yeah. But, <laughs> like you know, like yeah. Yeah. I was gonna yeah, say I don't know if the magic would like, like you parasailing and stuff like that. Like I really, 
Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. And you, pre- well, if down the road, when you're 50 and you're off your sister's phone bill, then you can do a little bit more of that stuff. <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't think, I don't, I, I don't think I'm going to be off by then. <laughs> yeah. See, that's too young of an age. You got to probably try like 70. Like 70 or something. 50 too early. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I want to thank you for taking time to join us here. This has been awesome uh, to kind of go down memory oh, lane yes. with you. And uh, we thank the world of you. You make us proud every time uh, Every time I, I track you down and what you're doing uh, in your seasons in the NBA. It's just f- fantastic. And uh, we appreciate you and, and what you've done for the program and, and the fact that you're, uh, you're back quite a bit and you're, you keep in touch with us. And uh, just want to tell you thanks for all that and, and thanks for joining oh, yeah. us here. Yep, yep, no problem. Always a pleasure, man. Everywhere I go, uh, all the ball, the ball, the ball, the you know, across the country. Uh, you know, we always sticking together. Everyone always showing love, man. No matter what city I'm in, even when I was in Arizona, I met, met a lot of boilermakers out there. You know, my experience at Purdue, man, was great. And, you know, I learned so much, you know, just my time there. So, um, man, it's always been a pleasure. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Well, thanks, Etuan. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, yep, no problem. All right. Later. Well, that was Etwan Moore here, episode 79. Rob, uh, doesn't get a whole lot better than that. The trip down memory lane with him brings back a lot of great memories. That, oh. was, that was neat to talk to him. What a, what a great dude. I mean, just a great dude. Doesn't, uh, doesn't like I said, doesn't get a lot better. But uh, pleasure to talk to him, and we wish him the best. A lot more, hopefully a lot more years left in, uh, in his playing career. And I uh, want to thank everybody for listening. Um, and reminder out there we'd love to hear your feedback you can hit us up on social media or boilerballpodcast at uh, gmail.com if you have any suggestions we've got a busy november lined up got a lot of guests booked i've filled rob's calendar uh we're gonna have uh, try to get on a two-week cycle with these things we appreciate everybody listening and welcome the feedback until next time be curious be informed and be well Good night, everyone.